Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, each and every one of you out there. Happy Flag Day to you. Did you know it was Flag Day today? Well, if you didn't, you should. Because it's really important. We're going to get into some quick history about Flag Day. Maybe some stuff you didn't know that you could know. That maybe you could, you know, have a conversation with somebody to help them see the light of day. You can lead a horse to water. You can't make a drink. So your job is to lead horses to water. And sooner or later, they'll figure out they need to drink. Because America's changing, folks. Things are happening and I'm going to tell you right now, not to scare you, but it's going to get worse before it gets better. And that's our opportunity. It truly is. I mean, this is, I, I'm not going to liken this. I, I am going to liken it to the faith experience, okay? But I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to preach about this, but I'm just telling you that that people are usually, it's human nature, okay? People are usually more willing to consider uh, the importance of faith, faith in God Almighty, in their lives. And there's a crisis going on. And let me tell you something, folks, we're in a crisis right now, and it's going to get worse before it gets better. You got to understand that. In fact, those who believe in the prophetic word, prophecy, many people are prophesying that very same thing. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean war? Does it mean economic upheaval? Maybe. Maybe one of them, maybe both of them. We're certainly in the middle of the culture war right now. But there are principles of life and principles of justice that are so important. We never let go of them. We never lose sight of them. That's what Trump warned us about last night. In fact, I'm looking at on Real America's Voice right now. The headline is from Trump's speech yesterday in Bedminster after his arraignment. And he flew back to New Jersey. They are coming after you. Friends, I, I have told you all along that this is the message. Trump gets it. I only wish the Republican leadership in the Oregon Senate could get it and would literally start adopting a stronger, more potent message that moves the needle. Now, that brings us to last night, and there's a ton of stuff to talk about, folks, and we're going to get to it all here. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. I promise you. We're going to get to it all. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buke GMC talk line. By the way, Dwight and Jim, uh, so many of you, Timothy, I, I deep and Avis, deeply appreciate. Avis was at the uh, political coffee clutch last night, like some of the rest of you were. Thank you all for coming there. We had like 36 people there to hear Senator Brian Boquist talk. And uh, Nick Hill of Marion Polk first. Jim writes something that is is just it's part of this culture war. It's called Trantifa. Yes, 
the violent, radical trannies that were threatening. In fact, there's an article about this today in The Federalist also. The headline is, when LGBTQ actors flood targets with bomb threats, the media pretend that conservatives did it. Pride activists will do whatever it takes to maintain their clutch on the narrative, including spinning their own bomb threats against themselves. It's an interesting article. You should read it. Uh, I will, in fact, include it on the show plan today. But let me go back to uh, the other things that, that are happening. Either Trump warned us that they're coming after us. He's been saying this over and over and over again. You know what? The same reason that we get uh, these issues, it's the same reason that people fear the IRS. Because they know what can happen. They know exactly what can happen. Every, every American knows of the power of the IRS. Why? Because every year they got to put together the taxes. Somebody, they got to do it themselves or somebody's got to pay us to do it, right? I pay a CPA. So we know that the power of the federal government to come in and literally the IRS to come in and take over your bank account is powerful. That fear is now being brought to a higher level. Now, fear is a far more powerful motivator in the short term than what love is. Love is the ultimate, believe me, it is the ultimate good emotion. Fear is not. Fear drives people to do bad things. Now, it's always healthy to have a little bit of fear. And I want to go back to that Bible verse. Apostle Paul to Timothy, you've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. We always got to keep that in our brains. Don't be fearful. There is a shaking coming. This is what I'm talking about. It's being prophesied. And I think the handwriting's on the wall, folks. We cannot have the insane amount of spending that's going on at the federal level, driving inflation, driving up our national debt, consuming a third of the budget of the United States government is interest payments. And it's going to go higher because sold out uniparty Republicans can't not stand together against the leftist desire to overspend knowing that it will crush our economy ultimately. It'll destroy the middle class. The middle class is what makes us as a nation what we are. The middle class is what spends at Costco, not, not to pick them out, or at Walmart or any other, or building a new home, the American dream, like I'm engaging in. It's all because, all because of the middle class. And capitalism creates the middle class. And so the leftist George Soros, communist Trantifa, again, thank you, Jim, the Trantifa crowd seeks anarchy, which has been around Portland a long time, and it's been exported all across the country. Okay? 
that is what they choose. They want chaos. They want anarchy. They want a collapse of our American system. People know this. I want to go back to what Trump said yesterday, folks. People know it. That an all-powerful government is something to be feared. It's also something that makes you angry. It's also something that goes against our heritage as a nation. That we celebrate at least with Flag Day. And I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, There's a story about Senator Ron Wyden's campaign was looped into that half a million dollar donation from the FTX executive, which, by the way, this is a Oh, it's a story in the uh, by Hillary Baroud in the fish wrap. According to records, they were looped in. Oopsies. Because that, folks, is now the subject of federal prosecutors. Now, look, this is a DOJ that's going after Trump. Don't expect them to go after Ron Wyden seriously. Come on now. <laughs> You got to be kidding me. But making a complaint, and I want to go back to last night's political coffee clutch. And a big thank you to Senator Brian Boquist for coming. There's another story in the fish wrap about a complaint asked the state to investigate if Shamia Fagan illegally used campaign money for family vacations. It's the complaint process. We need to file complaints against Ron Wyden for the illegal. By the way, there's another story, the Willamette Week story, uh, about how the founders of La Mata, the cannabis company, marijuana company, they're suddenly nowhere to be found. Why? Because of all the federal investigations going on. Well, that federal investigation touches on Ron Wyden. That's why he's on offense going after the Senate Republicans for walking out trying to distract your attention. My point is a complaint has to be filed. Thousands of complaints need to be filed against Ron Wyden, against Tina Kotek. Just like this complaint was filed by former state representative, um, filed against Shamia Fagan by Julie Parrish. She filed two of them with the Oregon Ethics Commission. We're talking about doing something beyond that that's even more effective. You know what that is? That's filing your complaint with the Marion County District Attorney, with the Marion County Sheriff. Because you see that sheriff, this new sheriff, there's a story about the new sheriff being elected today. It's a Northwest Observer story. Nick Hunter, Nicholas Hunter, He's the new sheriff of Marion County. Now, listen. He's going to I made this point last night. He's going to have to run for reelection. Yeah, this scam keeps going on. It happens in most counties in, in Oregon, and I don't like it. It's where the sheriff resigns ahead of time, but the deal, quote unquote, is sort of cut, wink, wink, nod, nod behind the scenes that, well, now the undersheriff, who's the next person or the lieutenant, 
they're the next person to get to to be selected, right? And he'll hold office until the next. So he has to run for re-election. This is your opportunity, friends. This is what I'm telling you. To file complaints, as Brian Boquist laid out last night at the political coffee clash. Filing these complaints are critical. Because you see, this new sheriff, the Marion County DA, the sheriff has the opportunity, has the ability to subpoena as does the DA, to investigate Ron Wyden, Tina Kotek, independent of the state of Oregon. Now, the complaint against Shamia Fagan is about filing Oregon Ethics Commission, which is also outside of the Oregon DOJ. Do not expect anything to come out of the Oregon DOJ that is substantive, folks. Run by Democrats, Long run by Ellen Rosenblum. There's a culture that don't expect it. I'm sorry if some of you who work at the DNJ, the professionals, are upset by that. But you know it will be very quietly swept under the rug. Now, if you have active knowledge of that and you want to break it, I'll let you do that anonymously. Send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. When we come back, I'll talk more about... The inside story, what's going on in the House or the Senate Republican Caucus here in Oregon. Back in a moment at 620. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. We'll get to Brian Boquist's um, comments last night about what's going on in, inside the Senate Republican Caucus. Michael writes an email. By the way, you want to send me an email. It's jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Michael says, so there's a new Marshall Dill pickle, drafts. <laughs> oh, Mike. Michael, Michael, Michael. Hmm. My neighbor just sent me pictures of a whole herd of deer out in the middle of my uncle's field, which is right next to one of my fields. That's unusual in broad daylight. Hey, folks, there's a Federalist article also, by the way, about support for transgenderism is cratering very quickly. Now, there's some interesting things in it. Maybe we'll get to it. I will put it on the show plan so you can read it for yourself. That's interesting. Support for transgenderism is cratering. Hmm. Wonder why. There's also an InfoWars story about how the top, a top FBI, Stephen D'Antono, former head of the FBI's Washington field office, which led to the mass arrest of Trump supporters after January 6th and quarterbacked the Whitmer entrapment kidnapping plot. He's now come forward. I mean, this is a bad guy. He's come forward to the House Judiciary Committee to blow the whistle 
on the FBI's unprecedented raid of Mar-a-Lago. See, the headline is that he flipped. He admits to Congress the FBI illegally searched the Trump resort. We have to keep the pressure on. We have to keep complaining against all of this deep state tyranny. That's exactly what it is, folks. It's here in Oregon. When you get corrupt people doing sham investigations on corrupt people. This is why you have to participate. You have the opportunity to make a difference. That only if we put enough pressure on people like the Marion County DA and the Marion County Sheriff that have the potential to not be intimidated by the deep state of Oregon, the Democrat Party, the left, the Democrat political machine, the unions. They're elected officials. They are our opportunity to push the envelope. To hold people accountable. Corruption. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. My thanks to Power Honda for being one of our show sponsors. Thank you. They're part of the Power Auto Group that sponsors the call-in line I just mentioned. And I got to tell you, if you're looking for that new Honda you owe it to yourself to take, first of all, go to their website, mypowerhonda.com. It's all one word, mypowerhonda.com. Check out all their new and pre-owned certified vehicles on their website. It's all there. You can see it. It's worth it to, for you to take the drive down to Albany because that's where Power Honda is located. Drive down I-5 to Albany. Get off at the Highway 20 exit which is right at the south end of the Albany Airport. You can't miss it. The airport's right on the freeway. It's there on the east side. Get off there, loop around, go back east towards Bend. They're about three or four blocks down on the right. Power Honda. Check out their website, mypowerhonda.com. Here's what Brian Boquist told us last night. You're being lied to by the Oregonian, by Channel 2 News, which is camping out in front of the Senate Republicans' office. Now, one of Mark, who's an activist, some of you know him out of Lane County, spends a lot of time at the Capitol, camping out in front of the Senate Republican office. This is a good thing for you to consider doing, too. He confirms the same thing that Brian Boquist told us last night. Do not believe what the mainstream media is telling you. Because Mark watches what Channel 2 News, he, he singles them out. What they report compared to what he is seeing them actually film. And they're seeing the same thing he's seeing. They're not telling you the truth. That's what Brian Boquist said. So all these stories in the fish wrap about Republicans cutting a deal. This is a question I asked yesterday. Are they going to cave? Are they going to cut a deal? No, they're holding strong. They're not going anywhere. 
They're not coming back into the building for sessions. They're in the building every day. By the way, those of you who believe the lie of both the news media in how they're trying to cast a Republican walkout, they're in the building every day. If you know people in your world that listen to the lie of the Democrats and the unions, do your job, show up for work. They are showing up for work. They're literally in the building every day. Two of them, Dick Anderson and David Brock Smith, two Republican senators in South Coast and Mid Coast Democrat districts are on the floor every day. Two of them. That's the most we can have. Fred Gerard, as you know, is in Marion County here, is excused and out sick. His health is not good. So don't listen to the lie of the media that Republicans aren't doing their job, they're not in the building, and that they're cutting a deal. They're not. They're holding firm. Thank you, Senate Republicans. All of you. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is before the top. Great to have you with us today. Post Trump's indictment. Did you guys watch any of that? Did you hear it have you read any of the analysis there's a piece today in the epoch times about it it's an in-depth look at what is well the headline says it all trump indictment rests on untested legal theory experts say the quote the espionage act has never been used to prosecute in this sort of a setting says a former federal prosecutor They're coming after you and I. This is why they have to destroy Donald Trump. The deep state is real, folks. It exists. We're seeing it. We know it. Trump's strongest message is what he said yesterday. They're coming after us. He's just in the way. We know that. We understand it. This top FBI official who flipped. It was an illegal search for a number of reasons. I'll get to flag day here in a moment. I want you to be comfortable that the Senate Republicans are not going to cut a deal and cave. I don't think they're going to do it. Lee writes an email and I'll get to that in a moment because I think it's important about this whole business, the transgender, support for transgenderism is cratering. As more and more of you, you, not the mainstream media, this abomination, by the way, of what happened at the White House, you know, Jim, yeah, it was an abomination, absolutely. 
this tranny guy who had breast implants taking off his shirt. Yeah, the White House has banned him only after a huge uproar about it. That should have happened. Oh, and by the way, if you don't pass stories around to your friends by email, by texting, by whatever social media platforms will allow you to, you may not see headlines like this. The FBI Deputy Director Paul Abbott denies knowledge of tapes confirming the Biden bribes. These are the ones that the media is giving, the mainstream media is giving zero coverage to at all, period. Not a word. Senator Charles Grassley revealed these tapes. Exist. The FBI deputy director says, no, we don't, we don't know anything about it. They're lying again. You need to pass these stories around. Because the mainstream media is not going to talk about them. The same thing is true with support for transgenderism, according to these polls, is cratering. As you would expect. Why? Because you did what the Senate Republicans refused to do. At least the Senate Republican leadership in their messaging. They refused to lead with what bleeds. That's what we say in the news business, right? You lead with what works, what moves people, what's sexy, what catches people's attention in all of the noise out there of life. You lead with 10-year-olds getting abortions without parental consent, 10-year-olds getting transgender treatments, chemical castration without your consent as a parent. You okay with that? You think that's right? That's what you lead with. Trump gets it. He gets, they're coming after you. That's his most powerful message. Republicans in the Senate, your most powerful message is 10-year-olds getting abortions without parental consent. And you got to pay for it as a parent. And if you object, you can go to jail. You wonder why transgenderism support is cratering? That's it, because of what you are doing, and you have to keep it up. You can't stop. In a moment, I'll read the email from Lee, and we'll go to Rich after that, but i got to remind you, yeah, we got a couple of days of cooling weather coming. And then after that, it's going to get hot again. Well, you need to call Freedom Heating and Air if you are already, before it's supremely hot, you're already uncomfortable in your home because your AC is not keeping up. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll get there better and faster than anybody else. They, nobody does emergency services like Freedom Heating and Air. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. 580. 1456. Do not suffer in the heat, okay? And quit procrastinating. It's easy to do, especially when it gets cool. Get ahead of it. Call Freedom Heating and Air. 580-1456.
Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Here's what Lee writes in his email to me. It says, a conversation with a 60-year-old, 62-year-old, 62-year-old Trump supporter and gay man about God and political views. Get this. He and all his gay friends who lean conservative are extremely against the gay pride movement. Quote, have you noticed that all these idiots who parade LGBT are in their 20s or early 30s? It just ticks me off that they think they can speak and act the way they do, thinking that it represents my views, unquote. He went on to state that he and his friends don't understand how the majority are bowing to these radical ideas. It was an interesting conversation that will continue about God's design for humanity and political corruption. Yes. Ben West is a Republican, a conservative gay who's married to his male partner. They've adopted a son who's now in high school. He is a newly elected Clackamas County Commissioner. He's one of the brightest stars, I think, in the Republican Party. Yeah, he's gay. He echoes the very same sentiments. In fact, he's been doing this on his social media. In the left, the radical leftist gay community, they hate him because of it. He's standing strong. You need to encourage people like him, like what Lee overheard. Let's go to Rich. Rich, good morning. Your thoughts. Welcome. Morning. My uh, thought is that years ago and always today also, the idea of projecting is there. And this idea of going after Trump for espionage is they're projecting what they've done. Remember the Clintons, they'd always blame somebody for something that was what right. they were doing, but they're really the ones who are doing it. That's right. And it is, you can bet that when the Democrats are out yelling about something Republicans are doing, it's to cover up the fact that they're doing it themselves. Yep. It happens. So they've, they're basic, my opinion, they've shown their hand <clears throat> that Obama and Biden are the ones who have done the espionage. Well, I think we're going to see more and more of that come out, Rich. And so here's the question is, when it comes to Oregon and you know people like Wyden getting dirty cash, which is a different thing than what espionage is, but it's still corruption. We have to file these complaints. And one thing that Brian Boquist said last night, so important, the left will deny that these complaints exist. You have to copy... When you send an email complaint to the sheriff of Marion County or the DA of Marion County about Democrats in Oregon and their corruption, whether it's Ron Wyden, Tina Kotek, Rob Wagner, doesn't matter. You need to copy one of the Oregon Republican senators and you need to copy somebody in the media you trust. Like you could send it to Jeff at KSLM.news or Jeff at 1220.am. Because they, this is going to be used in litigation down the road. Do you think that that message came through last night at, effectively from Senator Boquist? Oh, yeah. I think it did. And I think it came through loud and clear when you've been talking about it also. 
And I think so. And I think this. I think this is a form of espionage with Biden and our politicians because of Lamota. In a way, it is. It's more than just corrupt. It's about the radical transformation Barack Obama promised would happen that he is still orchestrating today. Thank you, Rich. Great seeing you last night at Political Coffee Clash. There'll be another one in two weeks. Mark Thielman's coming to that one to talk. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. I want to thank Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com is a contractor who lives his personal faith in the Lord, in his business and how he interacts with you and how he treats you. In fact, he's on his way down here right now to my place to um, talk with me about helping me with my project. RighteousRenovations.com. Check it out. He does new construction. He does finish work, does flooring. Does all. He does some great tile work. And there's lots of pictures of this on his website. See it for yourself. RighteousRenovations.com RighteousRenovations.com Doug writes an email, says, Fear has been the stick of tyrants for ages to gain your obedience. Fear of getting sent to the principal's office was probably one of the first fear sticks that motivated us as children to obey and behave. Later, we learned to fear the police. One permanent motivator of the inferior man is fear. What people want above everything else is safety. The fact is, the world is a very dangerous place. We need to think for ourselves. You are free to be whatever the establishment wants you to be, but you are not free to think for yourself. How sadly true. Art writes a text message, shouldn't the Marion County DA also be doing an official misconduct investigation against Weidenthal and all those who accepted the cash? Yes. Yes, she should. She can. This is why you need to file the official complaint. So I want to tell you to go, and then I'm going to get into flag day here real quick. You've got to go to Oregon's13.com. Oregon's plural, 13.com. When you do, website comes up. It's loading right now, the homepage. Okay. Just tiny bit scroll down. And up pops, download the citizen's involvement guide. It's in a big white box. Click it. You can download it. This gives you step-by-step instructions how to do this and why it's so important. Why the Marion County DA is pivotal to this, as is the Marion County Sheriff, by the way. Because they are the court 
and the sheriff of record of the legislature, the seat of Oregon government, the Capitol. They can and they should be, and she can, and the sheriff can investigate a federal official, Ron Wyden. But they won't unless you and I get involved. When you, and by the way, the Citizens Involvement Guide has sample letters. I don't want you to copy word for word. I want you to put it in your own words, customize it, send it in an email and copy it to Senator Kim Thatcher, to Senator Brian Boquist. Copy it to a member of the news media. You could send it to me. I'm considered media. Or you could send it to the lying Channel 2 News, apparently, according to Senator Boquist, or the lying Oregon Fish Wrap. You can send it to him. Now, Flag Day. Flag Day is today, June 14th. It commemorates the adoption of our flag on June 14th, 1777, a resolution of the Second Continental Congress. The design was created by Francis Hopkinson, who was a Continental Congressman from New Jersey, and he was a consultant to the design of the Great Seal of the United States. The U.S. Army also celebrates the U.S. Army birthday today. So all of you was out there, happy birthday to the U.S. Army. Congress adopted the American Continental Army after reaching a consensus position on June 14, 7075. In 1916, the socialist communist president Woodrow Wilson, those are my words, issued a proclamation that officially established June 14th as Flag Day. On August 3rd, 1949, National Flag Day was established by an act of Congress. It is not an official federal holiday. Title 36 of the U.S. Code, blah, 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 is the official statute of Flag Day. However, it is at the president's discretion to officially proclaim the observance. On June 14, 1937, Pennsylvania became the first U.S. state to celebrate Flag Day as a state holiday, beginning in the town of Rennerdale. New York statutes designate the second Sunday in June as Flag Day, thus making it a state holiday. Perhaps the oldest continuing Flag Day parade is in Fairfield, Washington. Beginning in 1909 or 1910, Fairfield, the Washington State folks, has held a parade every year since, with the exception possibly of 1918. The parade celebrated the Centennial Parade in 2010, along with other events. Appleton, Wisconsin, claims to be the oldest National Flag Day parade in the nation, held annually since 1950. And it goes on and on and on. Some, like Three Oaks, Michigan, they have a three-day Flag Day event. They claim to have the largest parade. The D.C., Washington, D.C. Flag Day is celebrated through the 7th and 8th wards of the city. And it goes on and on and on. There's lots here. Uh, Betsy Ross House has a uh, long observance of Flag Day and so forth. The importance of this, folks is that we do not forget the value of this flag. 
in any of you that have ever fought for this nation, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Any of you who've ever been to war, any of you who've ever studied how the flag came about, we're not even talking about that today. We're just talking about some trivia. But I'm telling you, folks, if any of you have ever studied about what each stripe, red, means, what the whites mean, what the stars mean, we kind of know some of that, but it's really deep. And it is borne out by one thing that sticks in my mind. As a guy who studied it a little bit, who's seen presentations on it, you can find a lot about it on YouTube. You can go watch it. And having been to war twice in Iraq and Afghanistan, there's a price in blood of wounded and dead Americans that has been paid for us and our liberty and this flag represents that blood that sacrifice to generations of americans that's why when people don't stand for the salute to the flag we should say something to them that a lot of blood was spilled so they could have the right to not stand they ought to respect Celebrate Flag Day today. Tell people about it. Watch a video about it. Learn a little bit about it. And pass it on to somebody else. Keep fighting. Send your complaint to the Marion County DA and the Marion County Sheriff. Copy me. See you tomorrow.